Hi everybody, it's Dr. Lisa. It's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And my guest today is Katerina Kosis, who is the founder of the Bushwick Daily, the Bushwick Notebook. She's um, from Slo Slovak Slovakia. Yeah. And I just want to uh, correct you, Katarina Hybanova. That's my writing name. So oh. that's how people know me. Kosas is just for private purposes. Oh, Jesus. Well, there you go. What do I know? <laughs> and from Slovakia. Yeah. Well, I just had a little nervousness with the tech. You know, that kind of shit yeah, makes... Yeah, the tech was... Well, you know, I don't handle these. That's my vulnerability. Creating. <laughs> yeah, that's my vulnerability. So... Um, anyway, um, thank you for coming. It is so great to see you. And thank I was going to play my, my theme song, I Won't Grow Up, but I don't even know if I've got that down, down right. Jesus. Um, anyway, let's just move on. <laughs> So anyway, uh, we are going to talk today to Katerina, who is a very interesting person because she she was a lawyer in Slovakia, right? In the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic? Yes. And then you moved to Bushwick? Um, not directly. <laughs> I first moved to Upper West Side uh, because I came for grad school, so I lived on 106th in Columbus a year and after that year I moved to Bushwick and then what made you move to Bushwick um, primarily the rent cost mm -hmm. I was no longer you know the school mm -hmm. was over the funds mm -hmm. ran out so <laughs> I was uh, no longer able to live on the oh US. you came here to go to school where'd you go to school I went to Fordham Law oh you got your law degree here uh, yeah the LLM one so it's not JD the three years but just LLM the one year huh. it's master in law eh. I don't know if anybody cares about that. But I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think I think it is interesting that you were a, uh, you know, that you were on your way to becoming a lawyer, and then you wound up I being like... I was a lawyer like in the Czech Republic. <laughs> uh, you were a lawyer in the Czech Republic. I knew For two you were years, yeah. Wow. So why, what made you want to come to America, for, all, for God's sakes? Um, I guess I wanted to come to New York. I... Orig the original idea was that I was going to go to grad school, which was a good idea in my profession. I worked in in Prague branch of um, like a large American law firm, and a lot of oh. people had like LLM degree from from the states. Ah. So it was like a you know a good idea to go from for, for the career purposes, and I was also excited to go. I mean, I couldn't wait to actually get out, so... <laughs> so, yeah, so you wanted a new, exciting life. So, uh, were you... Is it... You're bilingual, obviously. Is it common to be bilingual there? Or was that sort yeah, of like... how Everybody's bilingual. In my, in Eng my English group. bilingual. In my age group, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about your folks? My parents, um... Just one my language. My mom, she actually used to be really good in English, but she doesn't really have a chance to practice at all, so she sort of lost it. Mm-hmm. So, so do you dream in English or Czech? What 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 language would be your second language? Is it called my Czech? Slovakia? What my is it? My first language Slovak. is Slovak. Slovak. I can totally understand Czech and all that because of the mutual history of Czechoslovakia. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, then English mm -hmm. is my, I guess, third language. <laughs> So you know what I have? What I have? Well, 
you know, you're smart. She's smart. She's smart. She's motivated. <laughs> like, look at you kids. You, you know, you didn't even, like, you fucking grew up here. And, like, Katarina's on, like, her third career as the, like, star of all the media in Bushwick. Except for the radio, which is why she's... I brought her in here, but still, I mean it. Like, and 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 she doesn't even. You better get on it, guys. You better get on it. <laughs> I think people in Bushwick are, to- are totally on it. <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah. It's a motivated group, right? It's very cool. Group. Yeah, even though everybody thinks it's all about raves or screwing around. It's funny. I mean, you know, the the different preconceived notions people have about this neighborhood is really hilarious. Oh, I know. Well, anyway, in my notes here, it says I was going to talk about my counter-transference, about my authority issues onto you, which I which <laughs> I normally would have gone on to, but since I had a disaster with the uh, tech here, since this is my first pre-recorded show, I realized that I just sloughed them right off onto Tom Tenney, because um, <laughs> that's easy to do, for me, anyway. He really can absorb that. And I bonded with you. See, what happened was, Katarina, we were running around, and I was nervous, as I, not, I like to get when I'm not feeling in control. And instead of being nervous about you, I wound up getting you on my side and being nervous at Tom. That worked out so well yeah. for this interview, don't totally. you think? <laughs> okay, now that I've gotten through that, I can actually really... Uh, ask you some, you know, uh, 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 other questions, and, and, and I have also this note about um, this um, assessment of your personality that I wanted oh. to lay, lay on you, as long as we're being recorded on air and on air. Um, so, you know, I had this thought about you. I wonder if you're, like me, a misunderstood introvert. What do you think? Probably yes. Because everybody <laughs> thinks right. <laughs> thinks that you're like I mean you're you're the queen of Bushwick media except for the radio part, <laughs> and um, like you run all these organizations. You run well. You run tell uh, what? How many organizations? You run like three organizations. You run the Bushwick mm-hmm. Daily, which is huge. There's like four posts a day or some crap like that. There's like mm-hmm. I don't know how many subscribers are there now subscribers or, or like how many what, so what what what's your daily you know have click like 120,000 unique visitors per month per month which, yeah yeah a lot of page views yeah. like over 200,000 yeah I think okay it's good for a neighborhood yeah I think I think you and Kim Kardashian are going no <laughs> uh, but but you know I mean that's pretty fucking impressive okay so you got that going. You've got the Bushwick Notebook, right? Which is now what is thing. that? What is that? It's a quarterly. It just came out the first issue. But what is the Bushwick Notebook? Yeah, so Bushwick Notebook is our print quarterly magazine. As you said, it just came out the first issue on in June. Second one is coming out in September. So you guys can be excited for it. And and like I was even going to talk about that today, but um, I found out that they're they're all gone because pe- everybody came and I wanted to like plug that because I thought it was such a cool thing. I have one at home, which I'm willing to sell to anybody who wants to buy one on the air. <laughs> um, but anyway, because now I realize they're a collector's item. But um, the thing is, is that um, those things were gone in like five minutes at Bushwick Open Studios. Yeah, but you're going to put a PDF online, is that it? Yes. So I think at this point almost all of the magazines are gone. So we distributed them for free throughout the neighborhood in like the most popular spots and our beloved uh, advertisers who made it possible. So, um, so I think those are gone. But we're going to... 
we're gonna put up like a issue issue type of thing so that you can read it on your iPad also. Oh good. Also online. Yeah, you should, especially if you have any interest in going to uh, Far Rockaway at all, at all, because <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to bug Phil to go there. I wanted to go there. I was going to get Christopher a birthday present of a hotel room there with his girlfriend. That's my That's stepson. Awesome. And, and like Phil was like, no, give him money. Um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so which so I hope he spent on his girlfriend anyway. So, um, uh, so anyway, so you did that. That's two. That's so that's like Bushwick Open Studio. But, you know, I say I, I don't count it as a separate organization. It's it's no. a separate product of, of uh, you know mm-hmm. I'm the same s- mother company. I think that's a self esteem issue. If I was me, I'd be counting that as a second project, no doubt. That's a whole printed thing that I mean, you. It is a second project, but not an organization because it's the same people. Oh, all right, all right, okay, okay. So um, and then you're also you also run a um. You also run an entrepreneurs club, is that right? Oh yeah, Bushwick Entrepreneurs Club. Yeah. But that's really just for fun. <laughs> oh, not like <laughs> everything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean everything else is totally for fun too. But uh, Bushwick Entrepreneurs Club is um is a separate project uh, of me and my lovely friend Katia Bartolmes, mm-hmm. uh, who is an entrepreneur from Berlin, Germany. Ah. Also residing in Bushwick, and um, you know we just mm-hmm. had so much fun hanging out together and talking about all our. Uh, struggles and joys of being uh, self-employed that we decided to like invite also the rest of Bushwick to do the same with us. <laughs> oh nice. Well this is what I'm saying Katarina. You're like running at least one and a half, two and a half organizations. So maybe you're right. So that's, <laughs> but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that I think people automatically assume that you're really uh, outgoing, extrovert, party, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, social, social, social person, but I'm gonna uh, posit that perhaps you are more of an introvert that's very, very focused on projects that involve other people, and it's not the pure socializing that you're oh, yeah, enjoying. Like you definitely. don't like you like you don't like just hanging you know, out doing younger, nothing. When what? I s- when I started Bushwick Daily, it was a lot about socializing, and I would go out every night and. I thought it was that's what it was about but as the time progressed I definitely am much more inside and working and uh, you know pondering <laughs> where am I going with all this so and yeah definitely you know I, I took like some personality quizzes before you know the mm-hmm. Myers-Briggs and all of those mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm sort of um, on the border between extroverted and introverted and I think it changes depending on on my life whereabouts and I think right now I'm totally an introvert <laughs> yeah I feel like that too see I feel like that too because like I like doing activities that involve talking to other people but because I like doing that then people think that I love just socializing but frankly I feel you know I don't necessarily feel that I'm that good at it or comfortable at it or actually I actually think that Pete that I can have a great time with anybody for 10 minutes and after that (laughs) I feel this is what uh, this is all about me let's just get let's just get to the point and uh, um no like in college I used to go to people's um dorm rooms and then the minute after I got there I'd stay sit there for like a couple minutes hanging out and then I think like oh they want me to leave I gotta get out of here they don't want me around and uh you know, and then I'd find out next 
time that the part about some party that I missed or something. But um, anyway, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, folks? Yes. There's a lot of you people out there where people just assume that you're really social and you're not. And there's a lot of like Pete, Phil thinks Phil, my husband, people think that he's way more extroverted than I am. He loves going places and just shooting the shit and doing that stuff. And um, I would have guessed otherwise. <laughs> Knowing you both, I would think that you are the more extroverted right. and Phil is more introverted. Right. Which is funny. Totally right, funny. right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that's really I think that's really common. Okay, so I think I think that was uh I think that was uh I think it's an interesting point anyway. Um so um speaking of that, you know, so you wrote speaking of socializing, so you wrote um a story a while ago about um about stopping drinking, being sober in Bushwick. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to ask you about that cuz I've known you known you quite some time now. And I've seen you gone through that transition, go through that transition, and I mean, it's sort like of... Like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, a vampire. I mean, it sort of is related to what I was talking about, socializing and drinking and stuff like that, and being introverted, extroverted. So, like, first of all, can I just ask you about it? You don't have to answer this or tell me when you want me to shut up, but, like, <laughs> how much were you drink? Like, I worry, were you, I mean, I worry about myself, too. Were you drinking a lot, or how much were you drinking? I think so. I think that these days, almost any 20-something in Bushwick drinks quite a lot, you know? If you, if you, if you just uh, take a look at, like, a regular person, you know, and if you, if you take a look at, like, the recommendations from a doctor, like, how much is normal to drink how they counted like one unit per week or something like that which is like one beer i think almost everybody drinks like way more than like the recommended uh, amount that we're supposed to drink so i was drinking quite a lot like every weekend friday saturday sometimes also you know at home with like so wherever not during the week though yeah also during the week sometimes uh-huh not like every day but uh-huh. pretty often so what would be what would be like the amount that you would drink would it be when you say drinking do you mean like two beers or two glasses of wine or do you mean like four drinks um i guess i mean both i mean just like consumption of alcohol so like on the weekends i would definitely be more on like the four beer side <laughs> and mm -hmm. during the week like one or two mm -hmm. and how about and how about kenny kenny your husband kenny was about the same and so you did who stopped drinking first uh, it was me <laughs> and my crazy idea, but uh, yeah. And so did he, did he stop drinking because you weren't drinking or like? I think we were just on the same page about this, like mm -hmm. what we, what we are getting from it and what we are not. So. Or does he just do whatever you tell him to? No, whatever, no? <laughs> he's not like that? No, no, he's not like that, but we, we were just on no, the same page. <laughs> no, It was my kidding. idea, but he was like, oh yeah, it's actually... Yeah, I feel the same. So, and since we, you know, we are together, we you we seem like a really together. So yeah, you do seem like you you have like the idea of what what how to have a good relation. You seem like you you know like from the outside looking in, it seems like you guys get along like really really well. Like you, there's yeah, not a lot of tension. No, there's not. How could that be? <laughs> how do you have a relationship without a lot of tension? I guess it also depends on the personality types in the relationship. Yeah. And me and Kenny, we don't have any desire to have, like, tension in our lives. We're both, like, I'm Pisces, he's Cancer, so we like our, 
you know, like quiet, calm household where we just understand each other without necessarily uh, using words and we just know, you know, so. So you just. Peace is important for us. So, so you're both. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So you guys like it like calm and not a lot of tension. So yeah. you, you look, maybe you look to agree more. I guess so. Maybe, you think yeah. so? Yeah, I know that you some comprom- couples, they like to like have some fights because it gives them like excitement in the relationship, but we're not the kind of, rela- we're not a kind you of couple. You wouldn't, yeah, did you have arguments with other pe- men you've been with? Did you yeah, argue? Yeah, I did. You did what, 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 give me an example. Were you married? I can't remember. No, this is my, this is my first, first marriage. marriage. <laughs> Hopefully the only marriage. No, uh, I had like two relationships before. I'm kind of really monogamously boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why no. you're in Bushwick, because you don't need to do that. Everybody else is doing it for you. <laughs> I guess. So, so, um, so with well, tell me. Do, so was Kenny the first relationship you had in the states? Yes. So, <laughs> um, and how long after you moved here did you meet him? I met him after like six months. I was here. Mm-hmm. And how did you meet him? I met him at um at a Rubulat party. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> it's like an amazing, totally amazing party collective, Rubulat. And uh, they do like this traveling party in Brooklyn. And, you know, it used to be in Flatbush. And now they do it, I don't know, wherever. And what? They what? really like decorate their rooms. And they're like bands, couple of, you know, a couple of rooms. It's really like the most epic thing ever really is it like a warehousey thing or kind is it like how yeah. many people is it like a hundred people it's a lot of people it's more than a hundred yeah sure. yeah so you guys met at a cool party yeah <laughs> irl in real life yeah <laughs> and was it sort of like instantaneous or yes i would say um, did, were you like that guy's cute or did he come over to you no it was actually uh, i was like walking around and I was like looking at everything. I felt like Alice in Wonderland, and I lost track of my group of friends that I came with. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought I saw a friend from behind, so I tapped him on the shoulder, but it was actually Ken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he turned around, and I was like, "Oh, I thought you were someone else." And he said, "Oh, I can be someone else." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. you know, I've tried that line; it never worked for me. <laughs> it worked on me. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, so he must have been so happy. I don't know. Gorgeous <laughs> blonde with a with a sexy accent. I don't blame him. I think you guys make an awesome awesome couple. <laughs> I, I Kenny, Kenny is super super talented guy. Yes, I agree. Super super talented guy. We got to get his you know, yeah. We hey, should get him here. We <laughs> should get him in here. We should get him a show at uh Pine Box. Did you ever talk to them about that? No, I didn't. Okay, that's my idea. Let's give <laughs> Pine Box a big shout out. I mean, I love Pine Box. I go Pine there. Box. I go there way too much. Speaking of drinking, meaning <laughs> I go there. I'm a regular there. I know. I've never been a regular at a bar before, but I am a regular there. It's nice to be a regular. I like that place, and I love the people that that own it. I feel like you know. I feel like there's some family there. I feel like there's a sense of family and. You know, I feel comfortable there, and I usually just sit in the corner and and read if I'm by myself. It's or a good afternoon drinking bar, right? It's yeah, good to I try popping in the afternoon. Yeah, I, I don't drink in the afternoon. That's my one thing that that's I don't that I don't do. <laughs> that's the one. That's my boundary with myself. Um, and let's give a let's do a station ID for uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Let's do it. Um, which is the best radio 
station in the tri-state area. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yes, and uh, this is Dr. Lisa gives a shit, because I do, I really do give a shit. And um, I also want to thank one of our sponsors, Paul Mitchell Hair Care, because you should um, wash your hair if it feels dirty, and that's shampoo that you can use if you want to. <laughs> so anyway, um, so um, so tell me about um, who was the last boyfriend boyfriend that you had an argument with you know what I'm thinking let's see if we can figure out how this is what I'm thinking maybe we can learn from you how you can get because you're in a like such a calm decent nice I mean I love Kenny really not just because he's your husband he's like a really good guy with a lot of positive energy and he's really like really good at you guys are so good at getting Thank shit you. done together <laughs> um and uh he he's really secure. He seems really secure in himself. He doesn't have to like you know push himself on people or anything. And he's also like he knows who he is, right? Is that a good assessment? Yeah. Can- Plus, he's also hot. It's true. He's, he's a good-looking guy. Great, beautiful hair. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so maybe we can learn like how you could go from having an argumentative relationship. Uh, with a lot of, uh, tr- you know, uh, strum and drang, is that what they say, to a calmer relationship. So tell us if how... that's what you want. <laughs> that's what you want. So tell us, like, what your relationship was like with the with the last guy uh, in... Uh, where was it? So that was, like... That was a very strange, kind of long-distance relationship. <laughs> very painful. So I met this... Uh, my previous boyfriend... I met him, actually, in New York... I came to New York for summer school before I came for an actual um, mm-hmm. graduate school. And so he was a lawyer from El Salvador. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh, um, so we met there at the summer school. And we, like, started to date. And then we both went to our respective countries, which were, like, not close to each other at all. No. I was still living not in Prague. And, you know, he was... Is that like, even the same hemisphere? <laughs> uh, probably not. It's, like, so far, really. It's incredible. Yeah. And so we, like... But then he actually came for a study abroad program to Barcelona, so at least he was in Europe, so we were, Mm -hmm. like, dating in different European cities. Ooh! Which sounds glamorous, but it wasn't. (laughs) Not unless you have a lot of money, right? Well, I was a lawyer at the time, so it wasn't an issue, but I still spent so much money that it was kind of horrible. It's still tiring. But, you know, also yeah, if you go Imagine going to, to another city just to have sex. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's very, it's very tiring, so... So yeah, I spent a lot of money. It was kind of tiring, and it wasn't the right match. And we were just, like, arguing on Skype. What would you time. argue? You would argue on Skype? Yeah. So like you're, like, horrible, spending money. You know? Does that cost money? You're spending money? No, no, no. It's for free, at least but that. that. But well, how would you get into arguments? Like, what did you argue about? No, I... Did you argue about the same things over and over? Mm, I don't even remember anymore. We were just, what? like, really different people. Like, what really did? different personality types. Well, and also, he was... Was his uh, sign Aries, and I'm Pisces, which is like, like he wants he wanted to dominate my free my free soul way too much, you know, <laughs> which I just like need to be left alone. He sounds like he maybe was like a macho guy. Like yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, make definitely. that stereotype, you know, from that he part was, of the world. Not on an individual basis. Not you. I know there's some guy out there going, I'm nothing like that, and I know you're not. I know it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a big stereotype. And I'm hearing that maybe this guy kind of fit in that, right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. So do you think, because you're a really independent woman, obviously, and a very take-charge woman, do you think that that was maybe a problem with some of the other guys when you were younger? I think a lot of women, sadly, at this state, at this time in history, still have that problem um, with really dominant men. You know, dominant, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a piece yeah. of work myself. So uh, I think a lot of men have a problem with that, right? I think so. Strong women or yeah, yeah, dominating there women. Are, there are definitely men like that, but I don't even want to get, like, pissed off about the whole idea of men dominating women, but it's just, I think that there is enough men out there who are totally respectful and will give you your space and, like, you are able to do whatever you want and be in a happy relationship at the same time. So I think it's just about, like, not getting wind down with a guy who is like that <laughs> i agree i agree that's very positive thinking but no but you know what it's not because it's true there are there are definitely a lot of men and there are more every day you know um there's i think that a lot of women i think here's another generalization i think a lot of women find like manly men that are kind of macho or kind of like <laughs> sexy there's something mm. sexy about that come on it's yeah, true. Dominating men are sexy. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, there's, like, there's difference, right? Well, I mean, there's, you know, to each his own. But I think, I mean, I think that women, I think it's, I don't think it's just, like, men are this way. I think women, there's something attractive about a man that is, you know, dominating and aggressive as well. I mean, I think women, we, we say we don't, I think, I think, you know, no, there's no, no there's no, there's no, Every, it's we're all doing this we're all in this together and I think some women uh, that are very strong women still want to be with a guy that's very like dominating and then they find it frustrating yeah right I can only speak for myself and I feel like that's wise I sort of um, like getting myself into that relationship I sort of knew it right from the beginning that it wasn't right but I didn't want to see it but if I look back, I knew it all along that, like, no, this will never going to work, like, long term. Definitely mm. not. Mm. But I just, like, was stubborn and I wanted to make it work, you know? Right, because you're uh, an overachiever, as we discussed in the car <laughs> on the way here. And over, most over, how overachievers think they're actually underachievers because they always feel like they don't do enough. And we put you in that profile. <laughs> Remember that in the car ride? How did, how was yeah. my driving today? I'm such a new totally, driver. Totally Would cool. you know I was a new driver? Not at all. No, I see much more crazy neurotic about the equipment here than the driving, right? <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. I got over that. I used to be just like that with the driving, the way I am about the equipment. But I'm going to get through all this. I'm having growth experience. <laughs> That's great. So I, um, you know, so I was thinking about this. I was thinking about how unusual or how... Yeah, it's unusual that somebody would come from Slovakia and then all like you're you're a leader. It's true. I mean, we'd have to say you're a leader. Didn't didn't you get a you got some kind of um didn't Spike Lee get in touch with you? Tell me about that. Oh yes. What Spike happened with that? So Spike Lee has this um advertising agency, you know, Spike D D B. Mm-hmm. And uh so he got in touch with me through an acquaintance that worked for him. And uh, so he was doing like a panel, like a discussion panel with uh, with like young entrepreneurs or like they call it like in, in the advertising lingo, like influencers. Yeah, influencers. That's an important group. 
so um, I got together with these other very important individuals. <laughs> so you did it. I heard <laughs> about it, yeah. it, but what was that but like? But actually, Spike wasn't there, which was kind uh. of disappointing. He was um, in Chicago shooting a documentary about the riots. Oh, so yeah. There was well, just some other people. He's got better things to do. He's already influenced who he's going to influence. He's got to influence. Yeah. He's got, he's influencing on a much bigger level. I guess. So yeah. you were actually a, on a panel of influencers. So what was that like? Who were the influencers? <laughs> so pretentious, right? <laughs> I feel influenced by you. <laughs> I feel influenced by you, Dr. Lisa. <laughs> yeah, we have our own panels here. We're yeah. all influenced. I, I feel influenced by a lot of things. I feel influenced by my fucking dog. So um, <laughs> what was that like? That sounds weird. It was fine. It was what were good. they talking? Why, why did they... What were the other influencers like? Were they... So they were... There were, you know, different entrepreneurs from all walks of life. So there was a guy who has a food stand on uh, Smogersburg and also on Coney Island. You know, a so food like, stand? So, I mean, so, okay, uh, like, it sounds so, you know, it sounds so belittling. No, he was like an entrepreneur in the food An in, artisanal in the food, food stand guy? Yes, yes, yes. So artisanal food stand guy. And then there was a fashion designer. Oh. There was an artist. Uh, what artist? What artist? Do you remember? No, she wasn't from, from Bushwick or, you know, from, yeah. from around Did they there. seem like smart people, though? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if I had a panel of influencers, I would definitely have you on it. <laughs> um, so they got you on it. Uh, they must have. Got, I bet they did pretty good. And uh, did you get you get paid or something, right, compensation? You know, they gave us like a $100 Amazon card. <laughs> that's funny because I gave one of those to my cousin this weekend just as a present <laughs> for being related it's cool I love Amazon so I was pretty happy about that yeah um, and uh, so anyway so there's your credentials you're definitely uh, Spike Lee somehow thought you were in, so you're an influencer here I mean you definitely are let's just say you're the founder of the Bushwick Daily so, um, what would, in somebody's childhood, such, such as yourself, somebody from Slovakia, what about growing up there? Where is the connection between who you were as a child and the leader in the community that you are today? Can you make, can you explain that in any way? Um, it's a good question. I think I've always been sort of like this. Nature? <laughs> I think it's nature. Like, what were you like as a kid? Were you bossy? I was very bossy. Or I think, you know, I think it's normal and it should be encouraged. But maybe at the time people were just saying that, oh, she's so bossy. Oh. Which I think is a little bit sexist. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's 90s in Slovakia. So, uh, so I feel like maybe it was a, you know, it's a probably common misunderstanding. Girls are being taught, taught that they are bossy, but maybe the boys wouldn't be. So anyway, yes, I was a bossy child. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like um, chairman of my class, and um, and you know, <laughs> I remember it's kind of <laughs> uh, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but um, probably on my first day in school when I was a first grader, I made everyone play a game, and I was their queen, and they were all my peasants. And you got that going? <laughs> I got that I didn't picture that. <laughs> it's a bit I'm really I wouldn't have pictured that. It's really embarrassing. Wow. <laughs> awesome. I wanted, do you have any pictures? I'd love to see that. Yeah, sure. You really? Okay. We're going to post them online. <laughs> so listen, um, we're going to have our next, um, our next show soon. So we're going to have to say goodbye. And uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. And um, 
wasn't that fun? Yeah, totally. So listen to us Monday through Friday. Dr. Lisa gives a shit from 2 to 3 p.m. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Thank you. Oh.